0: Welcome back to Legacy of Mom Podcast. I'm Tina. I'm here with Britt. Hi, Britt. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Good. It is, you know, it's cold here in the south. It's only 46 degrees here, but you said it's snowing at your house yes.
1: again. Yeah, but it's kind of nice because it's not sticking to like the roads or anything. So we really don't have to clear the driveway, but we could see the pretty trees covered in snow yeah that is pretty yeah it's like enjoyable yeah, snow that,
0: yeah that pretty wet heavy snow that sits on the, the land. everything and makes about everything your better. driveway <laughs> By your driveway that's like the perfect snow if you ask me i know so this week uh, we want to talk to you about distractions mm. i don't i don't know if anybody can relate to that like i <laughs> I was shopping yesterday.
1: Nobody at all.
0: <laughs> and I was shopping yesterday. I was at Marshall's, and everybody knows my love for the Ray Dunn mugs, oh, and I found one that says, squirrel, with an exclamation uh, point, and I went, might need
1: that. I really should...
0: <laughs> I might need to buy another one. <laughs> like, oh, God. You know what? This is just so me right now because it's like, but I've maybe, always
1: been that way. Yeah, I know, but maybe you should start, if you see one you like, for every one that you want to buy, you give up one because we're at that point where That's... you're kind of maxed mm-hmm. out in mug space. It's a little crazy. <laughs> like enough, enough. You kind of sounded... <laughs> you're kind of sounding like rod father at this point i know i'm very
0: selective on what i buy because i'm like i have to do that for every one i buy i have to give away one yeah so that's the way it works <laughs> but anyway um squirrels i you know i feel like it's so easy to be distracted mm-hmm. but i was thinking about this distracted distraction thing and what is it for us as jesus moms it's it's something that takes our eyes off of jesus mm-hmm. Yeah. Because our focus needs to be on Jesus. Yeah. Our focus needs to be a heavenly focus. right? And for me personally, there just seems to be so many different. And I think my distractions are probably a little bit different than yours because you have a younger family. And I remember when you guys were little, mm-hmm. there were so many distractions. It was yeah. almost a fight to stay focused. Where as I've gotten older, the distractions are more what's going on in the world and what's going on, you know, with all that. And there's so much right now
1: going on in the world. And let's just state for the record that distractions are Satan's strategic way of keeping us from God and walking where he's calling us.
0: Wow, that's really good. And I agree with that 100%. It's just to get us, if you get, like, if you're walking in a line and you just Get one click off to one side or the Mm -hmm. other. When you look at that in the long term, you've walked a ways, a long ways. One of the things I always used to say to you guys is, and it's funny because Carlene repeated one of these things to me while I was down there and while we were moving her this past week. And one was, don't get off in the weeds, yeah, and don't and don't drink the Kool Aid. Those two things are very easy to do, yeah. It's easy, you know. We talk about this walk with Jesus, and He's like at the end of this road, and alongside this road is, I say, all these things that are trying to distract us and take our focus off what we're supposed to be doing. So. I find that I think the easiest thing for me to think about when I think about taking my eyes off of something is if I'm driving down the road, I tend to rubberneck sometimes as you well know. Yeah. And when I take my eyes off the road, the car tends to go where I'm looking. Yeah. And that's what our lives do. Our lives tend to go where we're, where looking. we're looking.
1: Yeah. I agree. Yes.
0: Yeah. So what are those what are those things that really distract you from keeping your focus on Christ? I would
1: say overall Um, Some things that come to mind for me are social media, um, jobs and careers, uh, material things. And I hate to say it, but even people, you know, God brings people Mm. into our life, but so does Satan. I think also a big one that I want to address is, you know, for those of us who do have ministries, um i think sometimes that the enemy likes to sneak in there as like the angel of light and say oh you're doing so much good for the kingdom of god and that's totally true but then he's like but then do this and this and this and this and this and then you've become so consumed by your ministry work that you've completely like taken your eyes off of your your personal relationship with christ And you're no longer sitting at the feet of Jesus because you're so focused on your ministry work and growing his kingdom there. But really, you're not getting fed through your relationship with him.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. And being someone who has a ministry, I've had to be very careful not to allow the ministry to become primary in my life. And one of the things that I have always said and that i have learned over the years is that what are my priorities mm-hmm. and i find if i get outside of my priorities then that's when i lose my focus right right you know and and my focus has to be jesus first yeah. and then my husband mm-hmm. and then my children mm-hmm. as i have grown and learned that how important that is in keeping me focused those priorities When people ask me to do something, say it is ministry or say it is something else, if it takes away or becomes a higher priority than what it's supposed to be, Mm -hmm. then I can't do it. Right. Then I have to say, no, I'm sorry. Right. You know, even now with you guys as adult children, when you call and say, you know, like a couple of weeks ago, you're like, mom, can you please come? And hang out with me while Troy's out of the country. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it, it has to
1: be a priority to even be available for you guys. And yeah, and, and the thing is, is that just to touch on that really quick, not only do we lose sight of God, but, you know, if you were so consumed by other things that you had to say no to coming to spend time with me and your grandkids, that is a missed opportunity of a blessing from God.
0: For sure. It was so much fun, I really enjoyed yeah. that. And even last week when um, Carlene and Nate moved, you know, being able to go down there and help them move was such a privilege, yeah. you know, yeah. and setting aside the Zoom room and mm-hmm. or working a little later a couple of nights just to get things done so that they could have our full attention while we were there, it was such a blessing to be able to do that. But yeah. that was priorities. You right. guys are no matter what you know, no matter how old you are, you have to be a priority
1: mm-hmm.
0: in in our lives. And I I don't want those missed opportunities. I don't live close to you guys, so I and even if I did, I wouldn't want to miss those yeah. opportunities. Yeah, to do those kinds of things. So when I was thinking about this, we're talking about legacy here. Mm-hmm. So. How in the world do distractions change your legacy? How do they impact our legacy?
1: Oh, I mean, first and foremost, it's like we're saying, you know, if you are so consumed by the things around you, by the things that don't really matter, and you lose sight of number one, Jesus. So now your children, you know, you're you are displaying what is priority in your life to your children. So when you're distracted and Jesus isn't a priority, your children don't grow up believing that Jesus is a priority. And number two, you're distracted from them. So then they're not a priority. So then they're pushed to the background. And it's like, how are we supposed to grow and disciple our children well, when we're distracted by all the nonsense and the noise of the world?
0: Yeah, we can only impart what we possess. So mm-hmm. if we're not growing in Christ, we can't impart that to our children. Right. So uh, as you were talking, there was something that came to mind. We were a very active family. Mm-hmm. We, you know, the boys were involved in hockey. You girls were involved in horseback riding and barrel racing and all that kind of stuff. We were on the move, like around the calendar, yeah. you know, the they ran opposite seasons, which was I was grateful for. But I know that there's a lot of families out there who have kids who are athletic or they're involved in those kinds of sports or whatever. How do you make and focus on Christ and still be able to do the things that you do? Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember being there and we came out of that reasonably unscathed Mm -hmm. as far as our focus on Christ. But what does that look like? Yeah. How do you walk that out? Yeah. I mean, what made a difference to you as a kid?
1: Honestly, you still, I'm going back to that time because it wasn't like we just stopped doing things. Um, It was just that you continued to make your relationship with Jesus a priority. And I saw that. So even though, you know, we didn't always make it to church on Sunday, like we missed a, a Sunday here and there. Like you still were in the word all the time. You still, we still said prayers before bed. We still talked to Jesus regularly. It wasn't, it's not that we had this like legalistic, you have to do this, 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 and this, or else it was, you know, let's make this work. So you guys, we can do these sports and these activities, but, you know, let's still make our relationship with Christ a priority first and and foremost.
0: It's like Jesus was the the focus. He was part of our everyday. He was still
1: there with us. Yeah, it, it wasn't
0: like Jesus was just Sunday. No. and But we also did small groups during the week. Mm-hmm. And I remember you guys, if we didn't do small group, or for some reason we didn't have it that week, it was almost like you guys were like, what's wrong with the world? <laughs> like, why aren't we doing small group? You know, yeah. <laughs> because that's just what we did. And I think... It was more of a lifestyle. It's a
1: lifestyle. Yes, exactly.
0: And, and our worldview was biblical, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that because we always want to go back to what does the Bible say about this stuff? Mm-hmm. And I was reading in Proverbs 4, and it says, this is what it says, Proverbs 4, 25 through 27. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet and stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Mm-hmm. And when you, you process that, it's keep your focus on Jesus. Don't get sidetracked by all the stuff that's going on in the periphery. Yeah on either side yeah. of the of the path that you're walking mm-hmm. and you know i used to say you know a lot of times i'd find myself off an exit grocery shopping somewhere mm-hmm. you know and i'm like how did i get here yeah. and you have to get yourself back on the road mm-hmm. get back off the exit and and head towards jesus again and we're all going to do that yeah. it, it happens right. where we get that distracted but it's it's that ability to get back on the road And in Hebrews 12, it says to fix your eyes on Jesus, Mm -hmm. focus on him, fix your eyes on Jesus as you're running this race. And Jesus, he was able to do that and had joy because he saw beyond what was happening. Right. And, you know, he saw beyond the cross and having an eternal perspective Mm -hmm. makes such a big difference that we need to have that eternal perspective that this really honestly in the scheme of eternity this is just a blip on the radar yeah you know we have a job while we're here um and we have priorities that god has set up biblically for us and those are the places that we're supposed to walk yeah and 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 it does have to be a lifestyle yeah
1: and i wanted to i was reading through the other day the story of martha and i wanted to touch on that because i think that that's so relative to what we're speaking about. So she was hosting sure. Jesus for dinner and she was so distracted by the tasks around her that she lost mm-hmm. sight of Jesus right in front of her. And she became worried by everything that had to be done, which left her with no peace. And she missed out on the blessing of sitting at Jesus's feet and learning and listening to him. And her, her sister Mary got to do that because she didn't, Mary didn't lose, lose sight of, and of her focus, which was on Jesus. And she was able to sit there and really be blessed in that. So, yeah, we do miss out on, on blessings when we aren't so focused on Jesus. And I see this so often is that, you know, God, God, puts you know things into our lives people into our lives that are really good for us because he he wants us to grow in him and it's so easy to just kind of be distracted by this shiny thing over here which now we're like oh but now I can't go do this or this which i know god placed in my life because i'm going to go run off and do this thing and it's like well we need to sit and say okay is this shiny object that's distracting me, is this from God or is this the enemy trying to distract me and pull me away from where God has placed me? And I think that when it comes to things like that, before we make decisions and we just jump into new things, new jobs or new, I don't know, new hobbies, whatever it is that might be pulling you from from something else that God has placed in your life, we need to sit down and go before the Lord and say, God, if this is not from you, Please slam this short door shut in my face. We need yeah. to make sure that everything that we're signing up for in our lives is coming from God and the work that he's trying to do and not, yeah. like you said, go off into the weeds.
0: You know, when you're talking about Mary and Martha, it was countercultural for Mary to do what she did. Mm hmm. Martha was doing what was cultural. That's what Which women did. Which makes sense today, too. It does. I mean, she, you know, we, there are times when we're going to be, and most of the time I find here lately, countercultural yeah. to, you know, what's going on in the world. And maybe the world is chasing the chasing this shiny object and we need to go, wait a minute, you know, even ministry, like when you were talking about that, I thought, you know, sometimes the the enemy will make a shiny object look very spiritual Mm -hmm. and good like you said and good but we don't want good we want what's best and god always has what's best for us so in the last few minutes i want to talk about how do we walk in that
1: how do we not get distracted first of all i would like to say boldly (laughs) If you are too busy to find time to be in the word regularly and be at the feet of Jesus regularly, and honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say it on a daily basis, then you're too busy and i'm not yeah. saying that there might be a time or two where there's like you go on vacation and you're busy doing vacation things for a couple of days like that's not what i'm saying i'm saying your right. regular day to day every single day should always include spending time with jesus literally sitting in quiet with him in the word yeah. every single day yeah i agree
0: with that that was one of the things that God really changed my heart on, especially with younger moms, because I felt like I was giving them an excuse. Mm -hmm. Like, I know you're busy. I know, you know, you should be able to get into the word, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, you know what? No, there is no excuse for the Jesus mom not to be in the word. No, There's no excuse. And even now, one of the things, one of the tricks that I, I usually say is open your Bible up in your kitchen yeah. on your kitchen counter somewhere. Yeah. And grab a, you know, grab a spiritual snack. Read, you know, I actually looked up today. So I read Luke mm-hmm. and then the the book that follows Luke is Acts. So I went through Luke and I went through Acts. And then I looked up today, what is the chronological order of the New Testament? Mm-hmm. And I put it in my notes on my phone and I'm going to start going through those books chronologically. And I leave a Bible open on our kitchen table downstairs. And while I'm eating, Mm -hmm. or if I'm just sitting, you know, for a second or whatever, I start reading in there and I've got a pen and highlighters and I'm marking it up. And we have to remember that the word of God is transformative Mm -hmm. in its power. And even if for some reason I'm reading along and nothing, I go, okay, that's great. And I walk away. There's transformative power in reading the word. Someday the Holy Spirit's going to go, remember Mm -hmm. what you just read in Acts? Yeah. And he'll take you back there. Yeah. And so I want to encourage you not to make excuses for the Bible because that has to be your top priority. That's making Jesus priority. Yeah. Um,
1: And let your kids see that. Let your kids see it. They, they need to see you making it a priority, your Bible and being with Jesus. They do.
0: They need to see your, I, whenever I go to um, your house or Mark and Tanya's, you guys always have your Bible sitting out in the kitchen yeah. or on, on the kitchen table or somewhere. It's it's somewhere visible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's so cool for our kids to be able to see, you know what, mommy reads the Bible and she actually highlights stuff in there and makes <laughs> the notes like in her Bible. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they always grab their bible they and their do. highlighter.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so but that's legacy. Yeah. Yeah. That's legacy. Mm-hmm. You're teaching them that you study this and yeah. there's good stuff in here to highlight. But the other thing is prayer for me. Prayer is so incredibly important and that changes your legacy so, so much. Yeah. And so and a journal like I, I am like so much, you know, this yeah. about journals. Uh, you know, you guys are going to boxes of journals when I go to heaven. Yeah to you know either burn or flip through things but you know that change that keeps me focused in my prayer time it keeps me focused yeah Yeah. you know as i go down through each one of you yeah um another thing i thought about was church yeah church is so important it's so important to find a good church i was just listening to a really good podcast. today. I'll link it up here in the show notes. It was Natasha Crane and Elisa Childers. And they were talking about what to look for on the website of a church, Mm -hmm. if you're looking for a church. And I thought that was just so it was so practical to me. And it was really good.
1: Yeah, don't go to the church that sits closest to your house. Be in a church that sits closest to the Word of God. Let's not make this about, you know, convenience. It's about growing.
0: Yeah. That's such great advice right there. And then the other thing is relationships. They're going to help keep us focused on Jesus. If you have relationships in your life that are pulling you away from Jesus, they might not be from Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good barometer for those relationships that you have out there. Your relationships should be pointing
1: you back to the cross. Always. A good friend will always point you back to Jesus. Always. And I just want to say, Don't let the noise of the world overpower the voice of God. The way you're going to do that is through prayer, through talking with him. It is through sitting with him quietly reading his word, that is how you don't allow the noise of the world to creep in and be loudest in your mind. Yep. Amen. How about you pray for the moms today, Brett? Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this time that we had together. Thank you for this podcast, for all that you're doing. Thank you for all of our friends listening. Lord, I pray that you would just speak to each and every one of them. Lord, if there is any distractions that are causing them to veer off track, Lord, I pray that you would just convict them in that area, that you would reveal that to them, that you would show them, that you would slam those doors shut, Lord. And I pray that they would remain focused on you, laser focused, and and live with an eternal perspective. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.